Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The National Capital Commission is in the process of renaming the Sir John A. Macdonald Parkway. In Ottawa, three City of Ottawa council members proposed the name change and the spread of reconciliation with Indigenous peoples because Macdonald had authorized the creation of residential schools when he served as Canada's first Prime Minister in the 1880s. The National Capital Commission announced this past Thursday the new name of the parkway will be Indigenous and the name will be made public on September the 30th. That's the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, of course. Chief Cadmus DeLorme joins us. He's the chief of Cowess's First Nation in Saskatchewan, and of course, is, is at Cowess's in 2021. The ground radar discovered what are believed to be 751 unmarked graves at the site of the former Marival Indian Residential School, which operated from 1899 to 1997. Chief DeLorme, how are you today? Good afternoon, Roy. I'm fine. Thanks good to, for asking. Yeah, good to have you with us. Just uh, generically, what are your thoughts immediately on the renaming of the Sir John A. Macdonald Expressway in Ottawa? Thank you, Roy. Uh, Reconciliation is here, and reconciliation only comes uh, with uncomfortable conversations. And, you know, as proud Canadians, we're we're proud of uh, being a G7 country, being being a developed country, a country dreamers can can build on. But we also inherited a past both uh, new Canadians, generational Canadians. And reconciliation can only come, Roy, once we first accept and understand the truth. And, you know, hopefully this direction will allow Canadians to discover the truth maybe they have not known before. What are your thoughts on uh, other roads, on buildings, universities, government agencies, and schools which are named after historical figures who have a past, which you just mentioned, which today is seen as racist, exclusionary, but at the time was not. Where's, what do we do about all of these places, Chief, that have been named after these historic Canadian figures? Mm-hmm. Uh, our country was built on a Western worldview perspective, which, which is great. I, I'm a very proud Canadian Saskatchewanian. I'm also a very proud Indigenous person. And the Western worldview, I got my master's degree, I got an undergrad, I... I, I go to Costco. I do my. I, I I love the Western worldview, you know that that this country provides. But we have a missed opportunity of Indigenous worldview, and and only till now it's actually starting to really be welcomed. In the challenge is, is the pie isn't getting bigger. So where are we able to welcome in Indigenous worldview? If if it's using more um, language uh, of 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 historic or or contemporary for. And there are many Indigenous worldviews in this country, so we can't just paint the picture as one generic one. So I, I do believe the welcoming in, Roy, is going to help make this country even stronger than what it is today. So in the First Nations communities, yours and others across Canada, 
when this kind of decision is made, like the one that's been made by the National Capital Commission, proposed by three Ottawa City Council members, does that resonate positively across the country with Indigenous people? Roy, it, it sets us in the right direction. I, I'm going to read a quote just to kind of let the listeners understand why this statue or the name of Sir John A. Macdonald that we're talking about and other means it is statues. I, I'm not here to debate it. I, I, I'm here to educate. I want to read a really quick quote that, that Sir John A. Macdonald said in the House of Commons in 1879. When the school is on the reserve, the child lives with its parents who are savages. And though he may learn to read and write, his habits and training and mode of thought are Indian. He is simply a savage who can read and write. It has been strongly impressed upon myself as head of the department that Indian children should be withdrawn as much as possible from the parental influence. And the only way to do that would be to put them in central training industrial schools where they'll acquire the habits and modes and thought of white men. Roy, when, when there was quotes made like that in 1879 for the betterment of the country of that day, which they thought, today we, we have a loss of control in Indigenous communities, Indigenous nations, Indigenous people living in urban settings. We don't want pity. We don't want anybody to feel sorry for us. We just want to make sure that our worldview is respected. And so in the communities, renaming and, and addressing wrongs and, and things that may have been right at one time, but we know are wrong today, is truly healing for the Indigenous nations and communities and people. But it's also Canada showing reconciliation, you know, is happening. Yeah. When you read that quote, I was thinking, how did anybody accept that then? <laughs> really? I mean, how did anybody who was thinking and had an understanding of greater understanding of people. How did anybody accept that? And I, I know they did because we saw what happened. But it's it, you yeah. go back and you wonder, and we can do this at different times in history. We can wonder why people did what they did and, and did it did so collectively. But when you read that, I, I just I, I just thought, how, how do you accept that? Even then, 1800s, no way. Yeah, Roy, we, we, you know, the Indian Act of 1876 had one, one purpose, to, to imprison the minds of Indigenous people. And the hope was that there would be no, um, you know, Indigenous uh, by 1930, and that the, uh, the Indians, as, as it's termed, termed in the Indian Act, would, would amalgamate and, and disappear into Canadian society. The residential school was to brainwash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the language, the vertical lineage. And this is history, right? Like, we inherited this, but that's why reconciliation is so important today because my six-year-old daughter wants to be raised and, and have dreams just like every other six-year-old, six-year-old daughter. But because my daughter's Indigenous, my wife and I have to try twice as hard today. So that's why it's so important that, you know, we understand these little wee nudge moves about renaming roads. There are bigger and more, you know, that lead to what reconciliation means to all of us as Canadians. Yeah. We also, Chief, I think really, again, just taking into consideration what you said in the last two or three minutes, is we need to do a far better job of teaching history in our schools, which we don't. There's no history curriculum in in the school system, certainly the high school system, in a number of provinces. I think in the last count, it was five or six provinces have no specific history, Canadian history curriculum, and it should be there. It has to be there. 
It, it is the driver. You know, our education system is our driver of hope. Uh, it's delayed gratification because what we teach today, our next generation are going to implement. And our our schools are getting better. Like there are provinces, I, I do believe, you know, there are provinces that, that um, are thinking about it, but don't have a mandatory native studies or indigenous studies. Uh, higher learning institutions, universities, colleges, and trades are teaching more indigenous. The challenge also to add on to that, Roy, is the baby boomer generation, Generation X, and Generation Y. Uh, there's no mandatory Indigenous Studies class coming to those generations, and sometimes we have already did our higher learning in our elementary school, so we also have to understand that the most important table of discussion in this country for reconciliation is our kitchen table. Are we asking the right question? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.